0: Welcome to the Wisdom Club Podcast, where we talk to inspirational business leaders in our community that inspire us to lead a life full of wisdom and build a business that's worthy of our wildest dreams. I'm your host, Leo Chen. I'm a tech entrepreneur, real estate advisor, and investor located right here in sunny coastal Orange County, California. And the goal of this podcast is to expand your mind and share what's possible. All right. All right. Uh, welcome to the Wisdom Club Podcast. Um, I am excited today to have a good you know, friend and a, a business reform partner uh, here with me. Her name is Cheryl Hartman. Uh, Cheryl grew up in El Monte, California, and discovered elementary school that she loved to talk, as we all do. Like You guys see me here for most of this week, and we've just been talking and talking and talking, so her and I have that in common. And uh, she got to sent to a principal office a lot because of all her talking. And her teachers just did not know what she was born to be, but she ended up being a voice actor, which is the perfect, the perfect, perfect profession for her. She made up her own radio show and did commercials and recorded them on her tape recorder as a child. And yes, she lived in the pre-digital world as well as a digital world. So uh, I'm going to get into more of that stuff of how she became who she became, uh, super, you know, inspiring about all the things that she does that we may not notice in our everyday lives. And so we'd love for her to, you know, chat about that a little bit here. And also, if you don't know what she does, uh, you get to learn a lot here. She is a uh, full of, um, uh, life and wisdom. And so um, I'm excited to have this chat with her this morning. And thank you for joining us. If you are watching this uh, live, go ahead and put the word live in the chat. And if you're watching this in the replay, just put the word replay so that I can uh, keep track a little bit uh, where you're coming from. So Cheryl, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Leo. Thank you for having me on.
0: Um, So you have a very interesting life, um, you know, in my opinion. And um, I love for you to talk about uh, kind of where, what, how things became and what led you to kind of where you are and making this great uh, business for yourself and career for yourself uh, being a voice actor.
1: Thank you very much. Well, Leo, I've always been a very lively person, a little bit nerdy, and always performed. if When I was a kid, I did lots of choirs. And as things progressed, I mean, I did some theater and, and all of that. Uh, so I've always kind of been involved in the performing piece of it. But, eh, you know, life happens as it, it does to everyone. And I kind of went away from that. But then probably in about 2017, I produced a play called The Forgiving and the Forgetting by Jade Angelica. And It kind of like i'm like we should record this just for ourselves and it turned out so amazing i'm like i started thinking well i'll do the intro i'll go this is the forgiving and the forgetting and i kind of uh i'm like wow this is kind of cool just to record and not have to worry about much of anything else so that planted the seeds and then another friend had me read one of her uh, short films and i kind of did the voices and they're like oh yeah that's kind of cool and for whatever reason, one day in church, after we got done singing at our church choir, um, I just said, I'm gonna be a voice actor. It just kind of came to me like in one of those kind of epiphany moments. And right across from me was Samantha Henderson, who said, oh, I know someone who's looking for someone to narrate short stories for um, their, their podcast. And it, I ended up narrating this wonderful short story on um, Lovecraft e Mike Davis over there. And the first one, I was like, so excited. It took me a long time to do them in my apartment with garage band and a USB mic. I mean, just the bare minimum trying to put blankets over me to keep the the, the leaf blowers away. And I really loved it. And, um, but life kind of changed and I'm like, I did a second narration and boy, the air conditioning units and all in my building were so loud and so noisy. And I'm like, I got to know more how to do this for real. And so that led me to uh, a wonderful coach, Krista Lewis, and she was in Los Angeles at the time. And she kind of started me on the fundamentals of like audio narration, audio books, which we'll talk about later. I just did my first one. And then parents needed care and i ended up moving to las vegas of all places i had to help my husband care for his his dad and i'm like it was a full-time job it was very demanding and i'm like what well, i got to do something to get out of the house right i'm like can you can you handle things while i'm gone for like an hour or two and he's like sure go for it and i found a voice acting school there in las vegas amazing melissa Moats uh, owns it it's the voice actor studio in las vegas and it was exactly what i needed because there's so much to voice over there's telephony which is phone messaging you know your infamous press one for customer service press two for billing that type of thing i found out about that uh, about uh video narration for brands Certainly, commercials, which I think everybody is is very familiar with. So that was kind of my entry point into really doing it seriously, and um, I got some demos made from Melissa Moats and uh, started my business two months before the pandemic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well
1: not the best timing
0: yeah yeah well i mean a lot of things change for a lot of people doing yeah. covid as some for very very good some for not so good uh just depending on you know what type of things you did that was either impacted i mean impacted for good or for you know bad at the same time so um you know things like that that really um affects every uh, covid affected every single person you know on earth basically right um, but I love that story that you told, because we were just talking yesterday with another guest of mine, Cody May. And, um, you know, one, this we're all, all of us, we're all one decision away from a completely different life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so your one decision was like, Hey, I'm going to be a voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. You know? you know, and, and so um, I didn't so, think of
1: it before. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and so all of these things, I mean, most people don't think of it. It's not one of those things like, okay, well, you know, when, when a kid's born, like, Hey, this kid's going to be a lawyer, it's going to be a doctor, be the fireman, you know, whatever. Well, they don't, they don't they, you don't born saying like, Oh, you're going to be a voice actor. <laughs> you know? I know.
1: I talked quite a lot as a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got in trouble for it too. Right, right. I guess my voice carried. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah that's another good one too. voice carry like that that song voices carry right <laughs> so um so that was that was what jumped out at me as you were speaking and then the other thing is that what so much of our lives we forget um uh we are uh, being exposed to human voice of a one sense or another we just take it for granted we don't think about where it comes from we don't think about who it is we don't think about anything we just think like oh you know if you i am guessing and maybe you can you can uh, correct me if i'm wrong if you did your job right then the, the message yeah the message comes through not necessarily the voice and you know and, and all that stuff even though the message could be part of you know the higher pitch voice lower pitch voice or however you sure. uh, you do it but 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 you could be a whole different you know have a whole different completely different uh, personality and voice that nobody even knows about it has nothing to do but you communicate communicated the voice and i was just uh watching a clip yesterday of the actress um. Um, Kate Blanchett and she's she's got a new movie out where she's a conductor a a famous a German conductor and she had to learn all that stuff and you know she specifically had played so many diverse roles but when it comes to who she was she said she she said she thought that she was a pretty boring person right <laughs> but then she's every single film she studied you know that role study what that person is like study their career study you know and actually act it out and do it and say it and all that kind of stuff and so it just amazes me like this person like you you know could morph into so many different things and you build this you know, wealth of knowledge and um and skills, you know, along the way would 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 you do you feel that way?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think, um because obviously I've studied, you know, acting without the voice part of it, um, uh, Meisner technique. um and the thing is is that all of us human beings have a million little thoughts going on in our head all day long, a million mm-hmm. voices, a million us's. and that's the wonderful part of being an actor whether it's voice acting or regular acting like kate bill i'm no kate blanchett but you know the idea that you can take those those little parts of you and expand them out that fills the writing of the author whether it's film audiobook or or copy for a commercial you're there to to serve that the words and the intentions and again you know, and I'll have, I think I've heard many people say it, but Brent Mukai, one of my first voice uh, teachers said that uh, it's, it's choices, not voices, you know, and that's the thing to keep and really, you know, in touch with when you're doing voice acting. It's not how you sound so much. It's like, what's the intentions behind what you're right, saying?
0: Right, And the intent, the intention should come through and, and guide you to Uh, what to emphasize and what to how to say it you know the
1: the best takes are the ones you don't plan where it just kind of organically comes out of you you have to work really hard to get that but you know that that's the goal always
0: yeah and and that's one of the things um i've learned from my uh from, from my coaches is that if you have the right intent and when you talk to your clients and things like that where you um you it would automatically come out that you are not trying to sell them. You're actually having their best, you know, um, best uh, uh, their best intention in mind. Uh, yeah. I, I was trying I to I think figure you out. and I. Yeah. I
1: think both you and I are both collaborative people. We like to collaborate with clients. I I don't like, I don't like to tell anyone what to do. It's like, what do you need? It's like, how can we create something new, together? Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: that that co creation process I love. Okay, yeah. because I don't, I can't always come up with everything, and we have our strengths and weaknesses. And we can partner up with someone who has very complementary strengths and weaknesses. Um, then it's really magic, like that. That co-creation yeah. is really magic. So, so I, I love that. Um, I, you know, try to pride myself on being as capable as possible, but I still just, just love, you know, other people being plugged in. Even if there's something that I do well at. But the other person's more appropriate, you know, to do it. I still love that. Like the the relationship and the collaborative, uh, um, aspects of it, uh, makes everything better for me, you know. And so that's that's just my personality.
1: Well, and you know, the thing is, especially with voice acting, you know, if, if let's say you're a client and you want to do a brand video, my voice may or may not be the right voice or my intention. And, you know, I'm kind of a bubbly up kind of person, right. You know, you might be looking for something more serious and. And that's the great part. It's like I know other people. It's like I know that serious you know, that person who can deliver on that. So yeah, it's exactly. like I'm never trying to just sell myself. I'm always trying to to present solutions. And I I think yeah, that yeah. that has really helped me. And certainly, being part of an organization like BNI has strengthened that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I was going to mention that. So you you and I met through BNI. In case uh, those of you out there don't know what BNI is, is business network international I believe yep so uh so uh, it's an international um, organization that have chapters all over the world and if you know anything about say Toastmasters this is kind of like a similar kind of things where there are local chapters where you can join. And uh, that uh, network and referral amongst each other within the chapter, as well as uh, BNI at large as a network, and uh, it's, it's done wonders for for uh, both uh, Cheryl and myself to get to meet each other, that one decision allowed me to, you know, meet Cheryl. And, uh, and here we are. And uh, she's enlightened me with so many different things, uh, as, uh, as well as, you know, I'm in the marketing space, for the most part, any business owners are in the marketing space, they have to market their products, services, their businesses at one way or another. And she really plugs into uh, this aspects of it. Because You think about how many things you can promote with the voice uh, and and it's unique. It's not like what everybody else is doing. It's not, you know, putting up a photo of you and say, Hey, buy my product or service, you know, and, and we're in the social media world where everything scrolls by in a nanosecond. And so when you have something unique, such as a, a voice or memo, a voice memo or something like that, that you can send to your client, I mean, it means the world. So like uh, for people out there, like you, for example, you could, you could have a, a Christmas, you know, greetings or something like that being, you know, recorded or your script, and your things like that. Keep in mind
1: that your phone system is a place to put something like that. I do a lot of holiday, you know, you know, happy holidays from, you know, whoever, and that can be part of your outgoing phone message, which is uh, a great place to put it, or anywhere, social media.
0: Yeah, so, so, you know, the, the, you know, once we start to get our creative juices going about what the, uh, voiceovers and you know things like that that we can use among you know different things you know then then your whole world opens up you know there are i know there's a lot of youtube videos out there but i've yeah. noticed a lot of youtube videos out there that are edited that isn't even the person's voice that the either the business person's voice it's some other voiceover voice right. that you know so I, this and
1: is, i do do that
0: yeah. Yeah. There's a good percentage of that. And so um, if you want to just be, you want to put out a video for an ad or for something that you do, and you want to be hands-off, literally you can hire, you know, a virtual assistant that can do uh, video editing, and then you, you hire Cheryl, and then it's all done. You know, she would actually even, help you write out the scripts, yeah. you, you know, and and so that it could be, you know, impactful and you, all you have to do is just explain to her, like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do.
1: You know, you know, and Leah, you bring up a good point because it, depending on who the client is, sometimes it's chicken and egg and sometimes it's egg and chicken. Some people like creating the videos first and then adding uh, on the voiceover totally fine yeah. but some people they give me the script first and then create the video from that mm-hmm. I actually work for a, a lawyer uh, for the Brook law group in Monrovia and he actually writes out uh, audio blogs where he explains estate planning Essentials mm-hmm. and we have a whole series of videos now that have been developed from those original writings with my voiceover and uh, pure market media I think produced those videos so they're they're gonna to be really fun educational but also beautiful to look like look at and hopefully you guys learn stuff
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i talked to so many people I, i'm a realtor so obviously i talk to a lot of other realtors as well but any kind of service uh type of business um where people are so shy about getting on camera oh my hair is not right i don't like it's, my voice you know and <laughs> this is where it perfectly plugs in like there's a solution for you right
1: yeah yeah, and, and I also find, too, for, you know, certainly you and I probably know a lot of videographers, people who do film production, but what I find is interesting is that sometimes there's a lot of what I would call testimonial videos, and, you know, so then the people who are giving the testimonials are talking. But I still think that voiceover can really serve well, like for tags or like visit us at the website at www.cherylhartman.com. Something like that that's consistent regardless of what you're marketing. I think it kind of ties things together. Like you've seen the the Geico commercial, right, with the little gecko. You know, notice that those commercials always end with the same voice going Geico. That's all it is, I bet. That gentleman gets paid well at least I hope but <laughs> I'm just one. saying so sometimes it's not like doesn't have to be the whole video narration sometimes it can just be pieces at the end tags uh, as yeah. they're called so yeah. there's a, a lot of applications there yeah.
0: for, so for video even even if you haven't so that so that that's a good point right there's a lot of uh, different ways to incorporate this and um, and even if you're not sure like just call cheryl and say hey call what me. are you let's trying do to do
1: one-to-one yeah. and yeah I, I, hey i don't charge anybody any money let's meet let's let's have a conversation what are yeah. you looking for and and if it's not in my wheelhouse i'm gonna make sure you get hooked up with somebody who it is yeah,
0: yeah. i just think it's a perfect time of the year if you want to have some sort of holiday messages you know uh you know in your,
1: yeah. yeah everything's come coming up very very shortly <laughs>
0: yeah so um I'm curious, what's the most interesting job you ever had doing voiceover?
1: Well, you know, I've had a lot of them, but I'd say because it's so fresh and recent, I just did an audiobook narration for a murder mystery called It's News to Me by R.G. Belsky. And yes, it is available on Audible. Um, It's the first full-length audiobook that I had narrated. And I've been training and, you know, but, you know, you get into it. I ended up having to do over like 42 character voices. I didn't know that I was going to go from a news reporter to a, a, a mafia bob, a boss kind of person, you know, so I p- apologize to all the bad New York accents there. But, but that was uh, fascinating to me because, you know, you have to kind of switch. You're talking to yourself and yet you kind of have to inhabit that character, you know, while you're interviewing them. So a lot of my my character, the main character is Claire Carlson, and she's you know talking to a lot of people. So she's talking to them, and then they're answering back. So it was just a, a fascinating uh, process. When I really really enjoyed, would love to do more. But uh, in addition to fiction, I would love to do some you know business audiobooks, books, mm-hmm. uh, self help kind of audiobooks, things like finding your own north star. Some books like that definitely were would be amazing. But, uh, you know, I again, I love doing phone messaging. I know it seems huh. old-fashioned because we are in the 21st century, last I checked. Yeah. But I still feel that a lot of small businesses, particularly whether it's me or themselves, don't use those synthetic voices that come with your, you know, your phone system. Personalize it let me help you. I've I've got what I call my one, two and three cups of coffee read, you know, so I give people options of like what they what I feel might be options for their business for their phone messaging. So I think I kind of over answered there. But
0: no, 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 we want we want to know all of that stuff. (laughs) Um, I think what what people uh, I'm, I'm just going off of the conversations I've had with many other people, clients or colleagues or Um, referral partners, business partners, uh, things like that, is that we, we a lot of times we forget, we can only type, I mean, you can type, if you're a fast typer, okay, 50 words a minute, you know, uh, is pretty good, Uh, you know, up to 175, I mean, I would say the average is under 50 words a minute, that's if you're on a regular High performing keyboard or something like that. I mean, if you're a professional, it could be, uh, you know, 100 words a minute and that's, that's a lot, you know, when you, when you use voice, you can talk much, much faster per minute you know, then, then the words are that you can type out. So um, if if you're an entrepreneur like I am, we're always trying to save time. And if you spend more and more time on your keyboard and even worse on your keyboard, on your phone, you can type even slower. Yeah, right um the voice really really is the way to go because right. you can you can say things in a certain tone or a manner that can get the message across much better than if you are because how mean, how many fights have we all gotten into don't lie don't lie how many fights have we all gotten into you know from text messages and stuff like that back and forth i mean how much yeah. imagine how much time people have wasted in the world
1: Well, you know, you bring up a good point. I mean, I text just like the next person I might use overuse emojis, but, um, yeah, there's a tone you can't get from that, right. That you can immediately hear someone's voice and kind of understand where they're at. Um, and there's a strange little, you know, science thing here that if your brain has to choose between picture and sound, it will choose picture. So sometimes just narrowing in on the voice, you can actually, I find that I can pick up more listening to someone sometimes than just like having this conversation. If I were just listening to you, I might pick up things in your voice that I wouldn't necessarily get if I was just watching a a, a film or something.
0: Yeah. Um, The other thing I I wanted to just chat real quick about, I think it's what's underrated is um, your microphone uh, for most people. (laughs) And I can't, I mean, we all have these uh, over the last I want to say five years, yeah, even the last three years, uh, phone cameras, laptop cameras gotten better and better okay. and better and sharper and better, you know, and all that kind of stuff. even with all the filters and all that stuff, you can do so much. but the the old traditional microphone has not changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, still just... in,
1: in fact, my my baby right here. This is a what's called a condenser microphone. It's a Neumann TLM 49, and it it's certainly a wonderful a wonderful microphone. Um, and and I have some audio equipment here to the side, my my audio interface. So it's a long ways from where I started using GarageBand and a USB microphone. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I will say, yeah, the microphone itself hasn't really changed. There's this kind, uh, it's a cardioid. I don't want to bore anyone with the te- the technical stuff, but there's other types of microphone. And for a lot of people, they don't need all the bells and whistles, but once you get into voiceover at a certain level, you have to have good equipment. Um, wow. Where I'm talking, even though I've got the headphones on today, you know, is meant to be very quiet, because it's amazing how many lawnmowers leaf blowers planes going overhead you will hear when recording there's been times where I literally had to sit and wait. I could hear planes going, you know, across the sky. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this until they're done. Yeah. So there, there are some disadvantages, but at least from a perspective of equipment, it's it's so much better than it used to be. Um, being able to edit audio is also getting very mainstream for I think most people certainly zoom forced us yeah,
0: yeah. you know some of those uh, <laughs> yeah some of those uh uh 30 second, 60 second videos not all have you know um uh, the voice is important but also there's uh, uh audio like um sound effects and things like that sure. so it makes a huge difference like you can just watch a regular video but if it has sound effects then you can get it right away you know it's a it's it's really all about communicating
1: it, it, it really is and and you know it's all about how whatever you're presenting makes that person out there to feel. how does it make them feel right it's like you know i think you know, we've all seen those commercials that pull at our our heartstrings. You know, mm-hmm. I admit freely, I've teared up on a few commercials that usually involve dogs. But, you know, I mean, yeah. whatever that is for people, that's that's the job of a voice actor and mm-hmm. anyone in, in the creative arts, really.
0: Yeah. So um, you've been at this a while and uh, have gone through a lot of experiences, different jobs and different things. And uh, like I said, uh, just so much experience um, in the field, but at the same time, uh, because you serve all different kinds of industries and and um, businesses and things like that, you've gotten to learn a lot as well. And I know that you stay up to date with all of the newest technology because, I like do. me, you were a tech nerd at some point too. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, we were all, you know, knee deep or neck deep in in tech for a long time. Um, and so, what's going on in in the voiceover world right now? That's super hot, and that's yeah. you know pushing the you know the the bleeding edge of technology?
1: Well, I, I think for sure, I think the things people are hearing about just, you know, people not in the industry, but certainly it's affecting the industry is certainly the rise of uh, synthetic voices or cloned voices. And let me kind of explain the difference there. Uh, you mentioned YouTube. Uh, sometimes you hear what you think is a real person talking. And then as it goes on, you're like, I don't think this is a real person. It feels kind of uncomfortable. Um, And a lot of people are like, oh, okay, that's not good. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't feel good to them. But that technology is getting better and better. And certainly I think everyone's heard that uh, James Earl Jones basically turned over the rights to his voice as Darth Vader uh, to Disney. And that's all possible because a company like Respeecher who does voice cloning and voice technology. They actually are in the Ukraine during this time. They have developed the technology to clone people's voices. And when I say that, meaning that you can speak and another actor can speak and sound like that person. So this this raises all sorts of questions as far as like, well, who owns the license to a voice? Um, And Bev Standing, who's another voice actor out of Canada, I believe, someone used her voice on TikTok without her permission, didn't quite do the whole voice cloning, but pulled her voice. She was able to sue and win the suit against TikTok for allowing that to occur on their platform. But it brings up a very interesting point. I think what we'll see going forward is a lot of voice actors and celebrities um, license their voice. In the same way they might license maybe their image after death, or something like that, where even though it might not be them speaking, you'll still hear their voice. Again, this is unnerving as a voice actor, of course, as a human being, just like it was when deep fakes happened for visual for, yeah. for people. But it it's sort of you know, it just kind of changes how we have to engage. And I think what we'll see is people will license their voices. So maybe McDonald's will license Melissa McCarthy's voice to do their ads. She'll get some money out of that, even though maybe she was never physically present to do to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, those things will come in useful, I think, right away from a perspective of short Short narration, like very small sound bites, it's hard to tell if you're hearing a fake voice or something that's been cloned. If you only if you're only hearing five or ten seconds, I don't think you'll be able to tell. Yeah. But things like audiobooks or longer narration for videos, um, it's not quite there. But you know, okay. can't stop technology; it's a coming.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I love talking to people like you because you, you, we get, we get, you know, the real stuff that's happening in the in the world of, you know, in your case, in your expertise in voiceover. But uh, you know, you're you spoke about the the legitimate side of things, you yeah. know, business, copyrights, and things like that. And, and you know, more and more we think like, oh, uh, you can't always believe everything you see, and now you can't believe everything you, you hear. hear
1: in right. fact there's already been uh, fraud happening where people are getting like phone calls from their boss telling them to transfer money and guess what yeah, yeah. their boss walks in the door and it's not them on the phone yeah, yeah. so so i mean you know people the crooks are already kind of using that technology but you know when it comes to other applications of that there's that kind of technology that are allowing things like in darth vader's voice to live forever or um you know mark hamill who who was on the mandalorian right uh reese actually applied his younger sounding voice to his performance now he performed he did it but then they kind of put that layer of youthening his voice just like y- people can youthen. uh you know i i use that filter very you know, a lot on, you know, Facebook or whatever, when you're making your photos look better. So it's sort of the same kind of thing. But yeah. again, even if somebody sounds like someone that doesn't eliminate the fact that it's still about how you feel. And I, I think the feeling that when you're performing and when you're acting, um, it goes beyond what you sound like.
0: Yeah that's that's so, probably that's another going would
1: be harder to to replicate. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody somewhere trying it though.
0: Yeah, you like know. uh that's another like five five levels deeper where you're like, "Oh, okay, well, we got to convey this and you got to have an algorithm for each level." You know, of things, but uh you know, they're using it, you know, even even if they're cloning and, you know, duplicating and things like that of the the voice, they're still for right now using it in relatively small capacity that you may not notice it, you know, small sound bites and small, you know, things like that, right? But
1: think about it too, certainly like, um, and, you know, I'd say a lot of the text-to-speech technology really took off in the late 70s. But, you know, when you think of Stephen Hawking, you hear that computerized text-to-speech kind of voice. That was some of the very first technology. And then 2011 is when Siri happened. So I'm like, it's really only was at the latter part of the you know, 20th century into the 21st century. But think about it. If you no longer are able to use your voice, like Val Kilmer mm-hmm. or people like that, you could get your old voice back. They could right. create your voice. Uh, they did something similar for Roger Ebert. If you remember him, a film critic, he lost his voice. Due to cancer, so I mean, there's certainly some wonderful capabilities to the technology, like everything else, right? Yeah. Technology, neither good just... or bad, depends on how you want to use it.
0: That's right. That's right. We're we're all trying to live forever.
1: <laughs> well, again, maybe my voice will. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so um, so I think that's interesting. You know, for me in our business in real estate is that we're always marketing, and so the, the we we want to spend most of our times with our clients and not spend all our time marketing. You know, uh, marketing is a necessary thing that we have to do, and so I think that plays into that. You know, a, a lot is just making sure that uh, we can use technology for for uh, for getting people into our world that we can help. Right
1: now, now of course. Real estate's a little bit ahead of the curve, but I mean, now you can look up any property almost online. I mean, how, how did that kind of, you know, help the real estate world and maybe also change it from what it was before that happened? That's Mm -hmm. been probably what, 10 years?
0: Yeah. Uh, And I, I like to say, you know, uh, if you think about it a little bit, a lot of new technologies and stuff come out, they don't necessarily replace, they Mm -hmm. add another option. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like to think about the the auto, the self checkout. You know, at the supermarket, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and initially, people were turned off by it because the markets said, like, "Hey, we're not going to open up the uh, the the uh, the cashiers, um, but we're, you're going to go check yourself out." And everybody stood in line, and every single person had a different problem about operating and how to scan and how to do this. And well, how do I wanted you punch to in, know
1: when the grocery store was going right? to send me my 10.99 for uh, all yeah. yeah. my self checkout. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> I know. So, so we're, we're paying for this stuff and then uh, they have less staff, but you'd notice nowadays, uh, most of everywhere you go, it's both. You mm-hmm. have your, your self-checkout and you have the cashier and both. So it's a, it's kind of always been like that. I always look at things that people always say like, oh, you know, Zillow's going to replace the real estate world. It's going to replace the MLS. Well, no, it's a, you have this and that. And, you know, you always have a combination of the new and the old, because to be honest, you know, a lot of the new technology don't, can't replace a hundred percent of the old ways of doing things, you know? Um, So, so I think in that sense, we have a lot of this and that, not this or that, right? And so even though, and there's, and I'll speak to real estate just because that's, you know, my, my expertise here is. Zillow's done a lot of good in that it gave uh, the consumers the ability to look up homes without having to contact their realtors for that
1: yeah. you know
0: uh, in the old days you know the realtors had access to that and nobody had a, a, a site like Zillow to have everything and now that they do unfortunately there's a lot of misinformation that's out there just like a lot of things and so I think the consumers don't know that there's either missing information or, uh, wrong information and it doesn't happen, you know, a, a lot, but it does happen. And a lot of times we catch it and we catch things that people don't even think about, you know, uh, numbers are, are different. You know, they have their own um, home value estimates and those are not accurate, Right. But they put it out there anyways. And so the consumer tend to think, oh, that's my value. And when it could be very wrong, depending on their situation, because Zillow didn't go into your house and look at what kind of you know they renovations. Didn't the you home done.
1: Inspector. <laughs> right. They
0: didn't they 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 don't know, you know, that this has you know a, a little bit different than the neighbors, uh, for whatever it is. And um, every home is really, you know, different, even if you're in a track home that has a lot of similar models, you know, there's still a lot of things such as condition, and uh, if you don't know, if you have two same model homes that were built next to each other, just because they have the same plans to build it doesn't mean that they're the same. And the lot is not the same. And one may have a swimming pool and the other one may not, and, you know, things like that. So there's just a lot left, you know, out, you know, for people to not notice. And uh, it could be a difference of nowadays, $100,000 one way or the other. So... So it's a it's a big deal. So definitely, you know, uh, always get a good realtor to kind of check out the home that you're considering, um, and um, you know that way you're not just buying homes or deciding on what it is just from some pictures on on on, right. the, on the Zillow we, site. We so all know, good photos
1: yeah. can be taken of yeah. yeah. And and so a lot of sellers
0: products. have their information that's uh, given to us when the listing was listed. Um, and that that's not publicized okay mm-hmm. so the sellers may have certain situation or certain disclosure they want to let the uh, buyers know right away well only us Realtors have uh, access to that so yeah, yeah. it still leaves a lot to be desired in my opinion but the by and large of you know shopping and being able to see something for the public is great but once you see some stuff then you have to like dig a little deeper before you go out and start putting all your finances on top of it and find out <laughs> when you're in escrow, you're a week away from escrow and you find out something you should have known, you know, way back when. So, so I think uh, there's a, the technology, it's just really recognizing what it does and what it doesn't do because you'll know the example that I made about the, the grocery stores, what the, mm-hmm. the, what the self checkout machines don't do is they don't tell you exactly what to punch in for a certain amount of, you know, code or things like that, right? Uh, They can't necessarily scan the fruit. They don't know how many you have there. You have a lot of the cashiers have to punch in. So it's not a perfect thing, just like real estate, you know, with the Zillow and MLS is not the the perfect same thing, you know, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's what's going on, you know, kind of in our world, I'm I'm happy to understand, you know, things, uh, what's going on with that, with the voice uh, copywriting, number one, and number two, you know, being able to use somebody's voice long after they're dead, right?
1: Uh, that's, that's still, still all being worked out. I It's going to be interesting the next couple of years.
0: Well, I am, um, I am uh, looking forward to always communicating with you about what's going on, you know, in the voiceover industry. And I know it's such a big need for everybody out there. And um, I want everybody to kind of know about what you do, know what's possible so that they can make those decisions about, you know, that uh, on an application that would work a hundred times better than what they're trying to do now.
1: Yes, but especially, you know, as, as video is kind of king, kind of on social media, but as you mentioned, adding voiceover just gives it the bump up. It, yeah. you know, it really does. And uh, there's so many programs out there but um i i can get it done very quickly always happy to work with anyone on their messaging
0: yeah.
1: and uh their branding
0: yeah I think, branding. Uh, I think i think we we haven't really tapped into you know all the all the 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 capability of voices um just the fact that we're all trying to save save time we only have 24 hours and it doesn't matter how much technology you You build or come up with we still only have 24 hours in a day and the Mm -hmm. fact that you can speak so much faster than you can type (laughs) and then i didn't mention this earlier which i should have is that the other thing about audio is that if you're listening to something such as this podcast you are um, learning and you are getting information and you are kind of engaged with something but your hands are free so you could be doing your dishes your legs are free you could be walking you know, so you could be doing all kinds of really nice things while your brain is engaged in a and, conversation.
1: And so we're going to veer into podcasts because you are so right. Podcasts are kind of the new radio, right? There's there's so many different ways to listen to podcasts and you can multitask. I I love walking on my treadmill, actually, mm-hmm. while I listen to a podcast. It keeps me physically engaged and I'm listening and and learning stuff. So I love podcasts. I'd love to do more what i call the intros and outros for folks and and even little mini commercials so leah when you need a commercial done here on your podcast you let me know
0: yeah that'd be great um so um thank you so much for your time here today i really uh really enjoyed it and i'm always happy to hear your voice um, so I'm sure all of your clients and all the projects you take on, everybody is very grateful to have that voiceover recorded and being used over and over and over and over. Um, and I'm going to put in the uh, in the chat here as well as in our show notes, um, all of your ways that, that people can get a hold of you and connect with you. Of course, you are tagged here on our live uh, Facebook stream here. And so people can reach out to you that way as well. As per tradition, we always ask our guests um, a quote that they would like to share with the world and what that means to them. And uh, Cheryl, would you tell us what yours is?
1: Well, this will come as no surprise. Here is the quote. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel, of course, the the famous Maya Angelou,
0: yeah, I, I think um, this, it's it's famous for a reason it and, is um it's and I think so great. And and I think you, you're you're such a a great um, intentional person. As we started this podcast about intention, and uh, you know carry that through recording in the voices that you do. I appreciate you so much for what you bring to the world. Uh, there should be more people like you to do this kind of great work.
1: Well, there's and, lots um, of people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. call me and, first. And it's such a great need. So I want to get it out there that, hey, if you want to record anything of any type, you have an idea, something you want to do, um, don't try to record it yourself. Don't try to do surgery on yourself. Let Cheryl do it for you. <laughs> Excuse me. And I'll either
1: do it for you or I can help you do it yourself. It, it's, uh, but um, yeah, I've invested a, a lot of uh, time and training so I can quickly do things in any file format.
0: as well so that's right well thank
1: you so much leo i've so appreciated being on on your podcast
0: yeah thank you cheryl thank you for being here and uh, we will see you next time on our wisdom club podcast
1: all right thank you. you have a great day
0: if you enjoyed this podcast make sure that you subscribe to receive notifications of all new episodes and please give us a positive review and if you want to hang out with us live Check out our YouTube channel where you can continue the conversations with me and our guests.